You're listening to an iFanboy special edition podcast, Iron Man 2. Hey, welcome to a special edition of the iFanboy podcast. My name is Ron Richards, and I'm here with Josh Flanagan. Howdy. And it's just us, just the two of us. Wow. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a little more intimate than I'm used to. It's, a, it's an intimate chat about Iron Man. Uh, for those of you who are uninitiated, we are from the website iFanboy.com, which is a website all about comics and the wonderful world of comic books, including the movies that come out that are adapted from comic books. And uh, whenever a big movie releases, we get here and we chat about it. And uh, this past weekend, Iron Man 2 hit theaters, the much-anticipated sequel and next chapter in what seems to be a series of Avengers-related Marvel movies that are going to be hitting us every year for the next three years. You, um, you may have heard about it. You may have heard about it. Yeah, possibly. Uh, so just to warn everybody, we're going to be talking about the movie. We're talking about what we thought about the movie. And in doing so, we're going to talk about what happens in the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, if you don't know that Robert Downey Jr. plays Tony Stark, who happens to be Iron Man, <gasps> press, pause, I know, press pause, go rent the first movie, then go to the theater, see the second movie, and then, and then come back. But if you haven't seen the movie yet, we don't want to ruin it for anybody. So spoilers, be warned. Uh, we're going to be talking about what happens during the film. So. Yes. Yeah, so it, it it happened. It's out. It is. It's out. I believe we both went and saw it. If you're yes. if you're listening to this and you don't you're not following current events, Connor is uh, he's not around for this one. So and it's and it's it's chapping his ass that he's missing this. Oh, I, I bet he was really excited about. At that. the end, I think we should do a segment on what we think he would say. <laughs> Possibly. So we'll see what we say first. And remember, yeah. I don't, I don't know if those of you out there are historians and this sort of thing, but the last time that Ron and I did one together was GI Joe, and that is, I think, our best special edition podcast ever. It might be. I don't know if we have as much material as GI Joe gave us. I definitely don't because <laughs> bad movies are better. Yeah, exactly. But that said, I enjoyed this movie. It was enjoyable. It was a movie. Uh, I don't think that's a comparing it to the first one. I think the first one was better. I absolutely, I, you know, it's funny because I came into this thinking that you are a guy who is is for all intents and purposes you are in love with Robert Downey Jr. And I thought I am. because I am. of this reason you are going to maybe give it more credit than I perhaps would have. Well, yeah, possibly, but I want to get to that later on okay. when we get to the nitpicks and the things like that. So, you know, but uh, but let's first talk about what we liked about it. Okay. I mean, I, well, assuming so, are you, are you if binary, thumbs up, thumbs down, what do you give it? It wasn't bad, but I really, I was disappointed. Uh, interesting. And I, did, I, you, I didn't, did your expectations get too high? Or? No. You know what? I read I read a really bad review of it um, uh, before I went. and Time I, Out I, New York? Actually, yes, and it was the same guy who wrote the Losers one, so I was that like... That son of a bitch! No, and I was really, I was like, screw you! I hate this guy! And I went in and I watched the movie, I was like, freak, he's right. <laughs> and it was awful! And, and I, like, I didn't want it to be, so I, I went in, not with low expectations, but I was like, I'm gonna have fun, I was really looking forward to it. And then things kept popping out to me that were bothering me, and, and like, overall, it wasn't bad, but it, there was, I guess there was just... There was not much new brought to the table uh, that wasn't in the first movie, so I felt like we were just kind of covering ground that, that we'd already done. If you think about like the the villain, like the the the, th- the fight at the end was, I was like, oh, is this more robots? Yeah. Uh, in a way, and and all the things that I like, I can sum it up this way, and I I, I don't want to start off this way because you know it was fun and whatever, but uh, 
I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have much to say about that stuff because it's sort of self-evident. So why well, don't you true, talk yeah. about what you liked and then? Well, we'll yeah, go. well, that, that, I mean, that said, I, I really enjoyed it. So just to, to kind of recap my experience, I, I was uh, here in San Francisco. I saw it Thursday night at midnight um, at the IMAX, which is, you know me, I re- I'm very anti-IMAX. I don't like IMAX. Yeah, I think it's just too much, you know, but actually it wasn't that bad. I, I, I give the IMAX experience thumbs up. Um, I was rolling with a crew of about 17 people. Um, so that, so we already that's had a, a, that's a seat saving yeah. nightmare. Oh, actually, actually it was executed very, very, uh, very well. The theater opened up the IMAX theater like hours before, mm-hmm. like I got there at like 1030 and half my crew was already there. Seat saved and oh. half the, the theater was more than half full already. Is it a dance crew? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You then, refer then to then it be, as a crew. Then we, then we, be, then we b-boy dance. That's so this, on, so this on was mission. like, this was like a warm up for step up 3D. Yeah. I can't wait for step up 3D by the can. way. Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, so so we got there. The theater, the theater was packed with nerds. Um, a lot of people had the little uh, circle light up things on their sh- under their shirts, which was fun. You know, like it had a, it was a very good crowd to see the movie with. So it was already biased in that regard. Um, that I don't know if it was. Uh, yeah, it d- definitely does help. Um, it, it wasn't like you know a, a Saturday morning ten like I saw the losers at eleven a.m. It was one of ten people in the theater. Um, but uh, one criticism of I don't know if it's IMAX or this movie, but I didn't get any trailers. It must have been IMAX. Uh, it must have been. I got trailers. Yeah. Did you get Scott Pilgrim or no? No. I just want to see that on the big screen. Yeah, anyway, I can deal with that. Yeah. So anyway, so um, so yeah, so I had a good crowd going into it. Um, it so you know for you know just to quickly recap, you know, it picks up about what like six months after the first movie. Um, and we get introduced to uh, the uh, Mickey Rourke character, who's the Russian guy who apparently his father got screwed over by Tony Stark's father. Um, everyone's got an axe to grind. Yeah, you know, like that's you know, but well, whatever. When you're but, on top, everyone wants to knock you down. Exactly. Um, and the 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 subtext is that Tony, uh, the 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 little device in his chest, uh, runs on a certain element, and that's slowly killing Tony or quickly killing him. And so he, you know, he's that that is looming, you know, uh, as Tony's trying to figure out how to solve it, but also seem aloof and seem as everything's great. And at the same time, you get some frayed uh, relations between him and his buddy James Rhodes, who is the, his liaison for the Air Force. Um, and that, and then we also get introduced to the corporate villain of uh, of Justin Hammer. And a lot of this was picked up from like the Armor Wars uh, storyline. So that you know, and then and the, the 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 general plot of this is that the government wants the Iron Man on armor. St- Tony Stark won't give it, so Hammer starts developing his own, and of course things go awry mm-hmm. um, because because the Mickey Rourke's Russian character has an axe to grind, and so screws things up. That's the high level plot. Yeah. Um, I thought you know it moved along well. Um, I found myself um, not completely overwhelmed by the by the fighting and the special effects, but almost mm-hmm. like it wasn't Transformers head spinning. Uh-huh. Um, like I can't see what's going on on screen during Transformers movies. I just have no idea what's oh, happening. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got old eyes. Yeah, we got the old eyes. Yeah, but th- this uh, I think balanced it pretty well. Um, you got a lot of Nick Fury screen time. Yep. Yeah, yep. just yep. out in the open. Um, uh, and I was I thought, like, I was like, he's getting old. Yeah, I noticed well, that. Dude's yeah. like in his mid to late sixties at this point. Yeah, he's not. No, young. he can't be late sixties. He's 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 older. He's at wow. le- he's around sixty at least. Wow. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. That was the, this is the first movie I noticed that where I was like, oh, he's lo- he's looking a little tubby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So you. So I was surprised that you know, like they're just kind of out in the open about it. You know, like that he is Nick Fury and Shield exists, and I thought that was kind of interesting. He was born in 1948. 1948. There you go. Yeah, he's, I pulled it up at the same time. He's as old as my dad. Wow, that's crazy. All right, yeah. good for him. Normally, he's, his ass would be dead as fried chicken by now. All right, my dad's doing okay. I was. It was quoting Pulp Fiction. 
I know. I'm just kidding. Um, but um, so a lot, of, a lot of Nefir. I think one of the uh, part, my personal favorites of, of what happened was that we get a lot of um, we get uh, through the through some flashback videos and some secret films. We get Howard Stark on film. Best and it, part of the movie. John Slattery. I was from so Ed happy. Man. I was like Roger yeah. Sterling is Howard Stark. Yeah, perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I saw his name in the credits and I was like. <laughs> and I liked how they had um, they 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 positioned Howard Stark as this cross between military complex industrialist and and Walt Disney. Yeah, which was great. Which is honestly really good. Um, Justin Thoreau wrote the script, which I thought was interesting. I did, I did see um, that. The yeah, Brenda's yeah. boyfriend from the second to last season on Six Feet Under. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. The yeah. only way I, that's the first. Well, thing he, I he wrote Tropic Thunder, and he yeah. wrote yeah, and, and uh, apparently Robert Downey Jr. pushed for have him be the writer for it after Tropic Thunder. Um, and when Robert Downey Jr. pushes, yep. pull. So John Slarity was great. I thought, um, and again, while I I thoroughly enjoy Robert Downey Jr. and we're gonna get that in a little bit, I also have a thorough enjoyment for the work of Sam Rockwell. Do you now? Yeah. Oh, oh, amazing. He's everything I've ever seen him in has been perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, he played Justin Hammer, and that was I wanted more Justin Hammer on the screen. Like every time he was on, it was fan- it was fantastic. Um. Here's where I will probably diverge from you a little bit. Okay. Have you – I'm going to actually bring myself into this. When oh, I was right. about 21, 22, 23, I found out that if I uh, overdid it too much with my personality, um, I got attention for it. And then I found out that I was overdoing it too much and I was annoying people. And eventually my wife, who I started dating soon after that, was like, you need to calm down. And I realized I was kind of being annoying. And I felt – So wait a minute. Wait a minute. This happened years ago? Yeah, I know. You imagine how it used to – you remember how it used to be. Um, You remember remember, like you'd be talking to Jared, my old roommate, and they'd be like, oh, Josh, he's hard. Yeah. That sticks in my mind. But what this movie was to me, especially in terms of Robert Downey Jr. and Justin Hammer, was – there was a, a little of something that was really good in the last movie, and then they cranked it up in this movie, and I was that, really getting tired of it. That was that. That's my point about Rob Downey Jr. And now we're, we're we're blurring the lines between what we liked and what Man. was criticism. Uh, but whatever, F- you know, format be damned. Connor's not here. We're, he's on vacation. We can do whatever we want. Um, I love Robert Downey Jr. Love him, love him, love him. I thought I felt as if he had turned Tony Stark up. To like twelve. Yes, it was. And I, want, it was, and I wanted it back down to eight. It was. It was a little more Gary Oldman than I would like. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and 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 my point about about Sam Rockwell, is I don't, th- I don't think he was well placed in this because his energy is too similar to Robert Downey Jr.'s. They were well, both I, I, both so actually, similar to one another to me that the two of them in combination with all of that extra like yammering. Was I was like okay, it's too much. Like well, I just, no, no. I thought it, I thought it worked though. And actually, I got to give credit because I think uh, Jimsky, uh, one of the writers over at iFanboy, uh, uh, tweeted about this, and he says that Sam Rockwell played a character who's trying too hard to be like Robert Downey Jr. Maybe and and like and 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 honestly, if that was the motivation, like listen, Justin Hammer, you you you're jealous of Tony, you want to be like Tony, go do it. And I in that regard, I thought he nailed it. You know, I like can he was see that. like. Like like when he gave his presentation at the end at the big expo and he came out to music and he's like dancing and nobody like nobody cared and he made yeah. a joke and like no one laughed like that was he was like the the wannabe Tony Stark and maybe he just had too much screen time but I, I just felt like I wanted somebody opposite him so in that same respect one of the things I really did like about this movie was I actually really like Mickey Rourke and I did not expect to yeah 
Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, those first images you saw of him however many years ago, yeah. it, it was like, ooh, I don't know about that. But other other than the fact that creating whips is kind of dumb, um, <laughs> which fine, I can, I mean, I can live with that, but it is. Uh, like his, like to me, his energy was opposite. His yeah. calmness, his stillness about the whole thing played against uh, Tony Stark in a way that I thought actually worked really well. Um, so th- that part was one thing I really liked a lot. Yeah, and and on, on the same boat, uh, I was horrified of Scarlett Johansson and uh, Black Widow, mm-hmm. and I actually that came out of that thinking being completely one eighty'd, and that was nothing to worry about. Like she, she she was Scarlett Johansson. She played a role when she was Black Widow. It was badass and it was awesome. Bored and the I, shit by her. Uh, well, like I really I thought she wasn't putting anything out at all, and I think that yeah. that's one of her. I don't think she's a great actor. She is. One of the most amazing things to look at on God's green earth, and no yeah. one can deny that. But like when she would talk, and I get it, like she was trying to be bland, but I was like, I don't think right. she's like. If you look at it, it's the exact same performance as she did in Ghost World. Just that sort of quiet, <laughs> disinterested neutrality. Yeah, but 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 the 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 action scene with her as Black Widow, you can't, you got to admit, was pretty cool. Yeah. I've All seen right, the yeah. Matrix. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I mean, but like really, I kept expecting to be. I really want, like, you know, you'd, you'd see a lot of fanboys where we're like, oh, it was awesome. It was better than the first one. And it just. I think that's just enthusiasm. I think no, that's and it. that's it's fine. But it. it just felt to me more like it's that, that, that fight scene, for example, just felt kind of standard. The other thing was that it felt very, this is a thing that gets overused a lot. It felt to me like, like a video game because it was just all these nameless security guard henchmen. And yeah. which is fine. But like, when was the last time that you saw a security guard that looked like it could, like he could do anything? Right, and yeah. there were hundreds of them in these hallways. Yeah, but it's reason. a comic book movie. I mean, it's, I know, it's just, but that yeah, yeah, I won't. Yeah. I, I don't accept that as yeah. an argument at all. I, I was uh, just kind of bored by by that, and and that yeah. was it. That was her one scene. She didn't. You could have taken her out of the movie, and it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't right. have mattered one bit. So she did. I not mean, what what, what she did what she did was she added more depth to Nick Fury and the whole Shield thing that she's a Shield agent and all that sort of stuff. Sure, and, but her yeah, part could have been tiny. It didn't need to be yep. there. He could have done that yeah. with bugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he could have done that with. It's bugs. true. <laughs> little, 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 uh, little uh, what, what is he called? Life model decoys. Yeah, <laughs> something, 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 something. Anyway, but um, yeah. So I don't know. I thought uh, I, I, I thought Don Cheadle was fine as Rhodey. Yeah, no. I mean, he's a great actor. There's no problem. I thought the War Machine. Though that's the one thing is that I, I did think that the the um. The jump between Rhodey being pissed off at Stark and then stealing his armor and then going to Hammer and having it pimped out and becoming a tool of Hammer happened yes. really fast. Happened for, really fast. And for some reason, I don't entirely understand. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, hey, my friend here is losing it and he's drunk in his suit. Yeah. I'm going to go put on his other suit, instantly know how to use it, yep. uh, get in a big fight with him, wreck his house. And yep. then take and then, it, and I was like, Wait, "That doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like like it seemed like out of character, I suppose." Yeah, yeah, it seemed a little out of character. There was but, just uh, little things like that all the time that weren't like egregious, but yeah. just made me sort of go, "Huh." Well, it's it's funny because ever since reading Jeff Bridges' account of what making the first movie was like, mm-hmm. I, you know, in that they were like writing dialogue on set and yeah. like you know and, and telling what to, I got the feeling like they had you know the way, uh, and I don't know how John Favreau directs or what the what the plan is, but they're like, "All right, we want to do this." And then we want to get here. Mm-hmm. So how do we just do that really quickly? Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you how he directs. 
Queens yeah. is in the motherfucking house. Yeah, that was that was that movie was all Queens. The flushing was a big role of that. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, and and finally, uh, the not finally, but the one of the other things that I loved, which is again my stupid little uh, just enjoyment of um of actors, is Gary Shandling as the senator, which is fantastic. He wasn't bad. He was, and I hate Gary Shandling. Hey, oh, I love Gary Shandling. Love him. Uh, love him. Love him. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> I'd like to point out to people on our website: this is how you can disagree with each other respectfully. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like you and I are gonna have opposite uh, things on this, and, and I, I, yeah, I get it. It's your thing. Yeah. yeah um, no, it's fine. What else? Uh, you know, what's funny is that for a while, in some of the previews and trailers, they had shown this suit that was the that was the suitcase suit, and yep. and people were like, oh, I don't like the look of that, and I was like, oh, whatever, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, I don't look, look like the look of that, but then it turned yes. out that that wasn't the deal. Right. So I was fine with that. What happened to the scene where he's on when he jumps out of the plane and and Pepper's on the plane and she kisses the mask and throws it? I do not know. That was in the trailer, right? I'm I not crazy. I don't remember. That sounds vaguely familiar, but yeah, there, there was one of the trailers had him talking to Pepper on the plane, and he's like, "I get a kiss," and she kisses the mat. She takes, he's got the mask off. She kisses the Iron Man mask and throws it out the plane. And then he runs and jumps and grabs. That it. was definitely not in the movie. Oh, it was. Not, I know it was. I not in the movie. think yeah. that yeah. I think that at the beginning of the movie, I was thrown off a lot because I thought that Tony Stark was uh, being too eager to. I I just remember thinking during that whole um, Senate scene. Yeah. I thought if if imagine for a second that somebody who was the top of the the corporate world, totally rich person, did that, America yeah. would hate him for it. Well, I don't know because it'd be a massive hard. backlash. That, that thing at the end, like where you know where you like talk to the camera and he put the peace signs up and he's like, yeah. like I think that there's a limit to what people would actually like. And and well, for, yeah, but again, again, it's suspension of disbelief. Dumb sure, popcorn movie. Yeah, but I mean, but the, it was. I don't believe that even though I love Gary Chandler, I don't believe a, a, a senator would say fuck you at, at, at one of those hearings. I agree, although. Yeah. You know, it's happened closed, so yeah, somebody could make it so mad. Although, I mean, who, that's that's either way. That was kind of, I actually kind of liked that bit, and then mm-hmm. and then like there were things that happened that I was like, this is ridiculous. And then it was sort of dealt with, like when he was dancing at the party, I was like, okay, we're veering yeah. into Spider-Man three territory here. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, well, and then the the awkward uh, birthday party, drunk in the suit with DJ AM with DJ AM or whatever yeah. it is, that was weird. That yes, was... it was. Well, and I was like. Why do I know that name? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but but we got a glimpse of Demon in a Bottle forthcoming or whatever with with Drunk Tony. Um, <laughs> you know. But they they explained it away. They didn't put that like they use that as in Demon in a Bottle, like where he like smashes his stuff and shoots things. By the way, if you shoot a glass bottle in crowds of people, glass yep. is going to hurt people. There was glass falling all over this movie. Here's you know what I thought thing. you know what I you know what I thought of during that scene? So in the in 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 the party scene, there are all these girls screaming, he's in the suit and he's drunk and they start throwing like glass bowls up in the air and he shoots them and then one girl comes out with a watermelon and he's like, oh some Gallagher action and shoots the watermelon. Did he say Gallagher could, action? Yeah he did. Oh, he did God. say Gallagher. Yeah. All I could think of was um was it just reminded me that state sketch with Louie where people were bringing things for him to dip his balls into. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I've learned is that if you have a blonde with large breasts in a party dress, she really likes seeing stuff get blowed up. Yeah. <laughs> All of them are like, yes! Exactly. exactly. Um, there was a lot of glass broken in this movie. You're was. right. There was a lot of glass. Uh, I, I feel, by the way, the, the price of admission for me right here, the fun part apparently is having this conversation where I get to nitpick. Sure. Yeah. I, I didn't sit there like stewing this awful. It wasn't like yeah. that, but like when I think about it, the things that I want to add up that I liked versus that that left me with a weird thing. Like, um, at the end, like at one point, they're in this apparent this giant complex where the Stark Expo is, right? And it's at the Flushing Meadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, the world trade. It's the world. I'm, it's the world, world trade fair. thing. Yeah. World's yeah. fair. World's fair. World's uh, fair. Uh, Ooh, that's, a different, that's a different thing. Very different. Uh, <laughs> and he's flying all over the place with the monster robots coming after him. And I was like, and I was thinking, why don't you leave? <laughs> and then at one the point, ocean is yeah. literally like ten miles right away. There. And then, and then at one point he said, "Hey, let's get out of here where the civilians are." And I was like, "Exactly, that's what you should do." And then they went back, <laughs> and they were there for another twenty minutes. And I was like, "Why? Like, go upstate? Yeah. Well, even or like go the Atlantic to, Ocean, yeah, or, or just one of those islands off the coast of New York? Right? Yeah. There's lots yep. of them there. Governor's <laughs> Island. There's no one there, but it's a fun place to shoot things. Yeah. Um, and then my my final sort of egregious thing that I really didn't like is I think that. Uh, Pepper Potts was really relegated to uselessness in this movie because uh, it was the same thing as at the end of the first movie she turned into damsel in distress and in this one she was just flustered and flummoxed and she yep. didn't have any of the strength and sort of um, any of the status that she had in the other movie. Uh, yeah, the, where, the, she had she had grace in the first movie, even she, though well, she until, could toe, until toe the to toe. Yeah. She stood as as his assistant, a lower status character. She held sway over him, and you felt like they were on equal footing. And in this right. one, you didn't. Right. Um, which doesn't it? Mes- it could make sense in real life, but I just I thought that was one of the really good because she was the character who could talk him down in the last movie. Yeah, and yep. this one she was like, I don't, I don't know what to do anymore, and I was just like, yeah. Ugh. now the now, now that, that's another good point is that I thought there was um, not enough Tony in the lab scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't enough Tony making shit. Um, although that said, when he made the little protocol, fit, when he made the element thing with the with the computer mm-hmm. graphic stuff with the with the map with his yeah. dad's map, that was pretty cool. That, that is cool. cool. There's a thing about scenes like that. I can, I think it was David Mamet, and I because uh, yeah. I've been hearing this lately. Who says this is the second time we ta- we this, we talked about this we? on the losers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People people like watching people who are good at things, and and yeah. like Do it, and true. doing the things they're good of. It's yeah, true yeah. because I like watching. I liked watching him build the suits in the last one, and I liked watching him do that in this one, where you're like, yeah, why are yeah. you cutting your wall up? Oh no, it's working. Cool. Right. Yeah. Um, totally. And I, I don't think there was enough of that. Um, yeah, that's right. But uh, and 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 the, and also the little like what I felt what what really frustrated me was like I love the little subtle humor points that are in the movie like the uh, when Tony uh, met Pepper in in her his office or whatever and the the swinging pendulum desk thing awesome. that was great it was great good. You know? And and then um, you know, but and then like the little inter uh, the little exchanges with Tony and his robots in the lab, mm-hmm. but there was like those were few and far between, and what was there was like really forced humor. I thought a little bit more, it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yes, and I had something to say, and it's gone. Right. Sorry. Uh, I also love Sam Rockwell's uh, self tanned hands, which was just never referred to, but his hands were just really tan. I don't believe I noticed that. <laughs> it's just like why? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Um. Uh, the the big reveal at the end. If you stayed all the way through the credits. Oh well, yeah, we got to touch that. So of course, there's an Easter egg at the end. Is that you know, the, um, the the shield agent that that is signed to Tony uh, leaves at some point and says he's going to New Mexico, and at the end of the credits, we find out why. Agent Coulson. Yeah, Agent Coulson. Do you Which, know? Who, I loved Agent Coulson, Coulson from the first one. I'm gonna get. I'm here. I'm gonna sound Nick. I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of letters, letters about this one. But I was like, oh, it's a hammer. The last yeah. time we got a character, we got a walking, talking, speaking person, and I was like, I want to see somebody from one of these movies. They have everybody cast. No, but but here's the thing. But here's the here's the difference, and here's the thing is that we got that, and then we got had to wait a couple of years until this movie. Uh-huh. We're, Thor's coming out next year. Yeah. 
So you're going to get it next year. Uh-huh. I, I like the teaser. There's just it being the hammer. You knew exactly what it was when it happened. The, my theater went crazy. Yeah. Like everyone screamed. Everyone knew exactly what that meant. And it was funny because like while the credits were going, all, all you know, the people around me were speculating what is the scene going to be because everybody avoided spoilers like the plague. Mm-hmm. And um, when they said New Mexico and they showed that crater, someone was like, I heard someone go, oh, the Hulk. And it wasn't. It was the, the yeah. hammer, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah so I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm, I, I, it was a good tease for the next movie. All right. So, yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, it, I I enjoyed it. I, I it was worth the price of admission. It, you know, it was um, you know comparing it to Kickass and the Losers and stuff like that. It's like it's hard to compare them because they're I so had, different. I had a lot more fun at Kickass. Interesting. Yeah, I really did. And this is coming from me. Yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. It's stupid. I you know what? I had a lot more fun at the first movie. I think. Yeah. And because this was it wasn't it wasn't as much fun as the first movie for me. You know, yeah. like I just just think of like what was the plot. Like what was the first act, second act, and third act? It, it was a lot of stuff that happened. It was it was all kind of mixed. It was all over the place. Yeah, and this, yeah, like yeah. the stakes were sort of shaky and yeah. And I I just I don't know. I think I wanted something a little more solid, a little more sure, instead of a lot of moments that were put together to be ultimately maybe too many moments. I almost think that like there was too much Nick Fury. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. You know, I I almost like and, and that and also like he. He did Sam Jackson charming Nick Fury. Yeah, a little which, more than I would want. Which Nick, fanboys Nick Fury love. shouldn't be that. Nick Fury shouldn't be that. Yeah, in my mind. yeah. He's more. He's more to the point, badass. You know. Yeah, yeah. he is actually. That's his thing. He's brusque. Yeah. And like I that think whole Sam, thing. That whole thing, like with the patch and the I'm, I'm I got my eye on you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, that really? was kind of a clunker. Yeah. There were some yeah. clunkers. Yeah, like step down from the donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that's right. a great visual of him eating the donut, but like uh, you it know, was. It, it, I loved yeah. that shot. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> I do like it's funny because they used all that demon in the bottle stuff, which is hilarious. Yeah, but now they can't. I don't. I really. I feel like they can't go back and do a, a alcohol well, abuse story. They can, yeah, they can never do a movie that's demon in a bottle. You can't. You no, just can't. You can't. Yeah. No, I agree because no one wants to watch it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. No. No one wants to watch that. <laughs> Um, at all. I don't know. It was. I mean, it was. It was an enjoyable next chapter. That's how I kind of see this. It was mm-hmm. like it wasn't. Um, you know, it didn't. It, I don't think it was better than the first one. I don't think it was awful. And I'm excited to see now, knowing that Thor and then Captain America and then Avengers ultimately are coming. I'm excited to see how it evolves. I hope that somehow Downey pops up in the Thor movie or in the that, Captain oh, America movie. You know? That's really interesting. He's not going to be Iron Man in those movies. He's not. That's that was that was a really long thing tacked on at the end to basically basically explain why. Oh right, he's not going to be in those movies as Iron yeah. Man anyway. Yeah, that's a I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, but they said they said we want Iron Man, we don't want Tony Stark, and he basically was like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. He'll be a consultant, so he'll pop on. He doesn't have to wear the. Oh oh, do you think they spent a little much time with the masks up? Yes, you're well, in the you know, middle of a thing. I was like, dude, they're gonna blow you up, and you don't have your mask. But you oh, know why. You know I why. I know they did exactly that. why, yeah. but that drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah, no, me too. Me too. Yeah, totally the, the, thing for me. Yeah, the mask. And Don Cheadle just looked ridiculous with the mask off, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. That's I think me. the War Machine is ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah, no, but it I was ridiculous that, in the comics, too. No, it totally it was, is, and that's fine, but I was like, you really ruined his aerodynamic efficiency here. Yeah. I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the IMDb listing for Thor to see if Iron Man is listed in the cast, but he's not. Yeah. Um, but, but Agent Coulson, Coulson is. So, so you, got more, you got more Agent Coulson coming. Teddy so. K. <laughs> That's what I think of when I see that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it was. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a bad time. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna enjoy. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of you know, like it's you know. I, I, it's, I thought the action scenes were pretty good. 
Um, yeah. I, I I liked I actually liked there was a bunch of drones at the end and what I liked it when they were taking out all those things and yeah. using the different weapons. I actually would have liked to see. I think in the first movie, one of the fun things was watching him use his suit. Like the first time, like he shot all the missiles and they they yep. showed, you saw them all target the different people. You know, yeah. who were holding the hostages and things like that. And then you know he uses. I love his repulsor rays. I could watch him use those. There, there wasn't enough POV from the suit. Uh huh. Yeah, like in yeah. the first movie, like like the, the the scene when he took out all when he went to, went to Afghanistan or mm-hmm. whatever and took them all out. Like there wasn't that kind of scene. It wasn't badass Iron Man. You know, like it almost like I feel like this movie assumed a lot. Like it assumed you knew what was happening or yeah, what, what which isn't might. a bad assumption. I mean, if you think yeah. of it like an issue two or a second yeah. volume of a trade paperback, then you know yeah. you you will have read the first. Yeah. Um, I just I, oh I know I I know exactly what I was going to say earlier, and this is a completely ap- apt. Um, I was a big 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 fan of Swingers. It was really one of those movies that sort of defined what I liked about movies in the early early to mid nineties. Um, yeah. And it's one of those things. That's where I met John Favreau, and it's one of the reasons I always liked him and yeah. Vince Vaughn too. And I was really, really looking forward to their follow up when they did Made. Yeah. And Made to me felt exactly like this movie did. That it was trying too hard. Interesting. You're absolutely and, right. And, and that's 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 what this made me think of. Yeah. Like, cause Swingers was like a little moment of per, per, like a little captured moment of perfection. Yep. And then and then Made just didn't have it had all the pieces there, yep. but it didn't have that same je ne sais quoi. And they were yeah, just they were trying too hard. It was like being on a date where you just won't yeah. chill out. And 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 I again I because I've been that guy. Yeah. You know, trying too hard, and that's what it is. It's it was it was it was made. Which I'm I, concerned about you saying you've been that guy. Oh, I was I was a horrible. Uh, I'm, no, you, I'm you a, didn't get the, the reference. Yeah, no, not that guy. No, I'm I'm saying that you're still that guy. Oh, but, uh, that's that's a joke. I'm I just see. teasing you. I'm that's a dad now, so I, no, I that guy's behind me. <laughs> all right, anyway, all right. So it was, um, you know, like all in all, it was enjoyable. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a stinker. You're probably gonna enjoy it. You know, I'm sure everyone on the website, you know, all, all, everybody who listens to this podcast, all has an opinion about it. So go to ifanboy.com. There's gonna be a whole post there. Tear us apart. Tell us what, what you disagree with it. Um, tell us why you liked it, why you didn't like it. Um, and you can't deny the greatness of Sam Rockwell. It just, it's, it's, it's a, it's an axiom of truth in this world. So I, I don't think so. But yep. that's- well, you are wrong. You, so. <laughs> you can declare this as truth, and, and that's fine. <laughs> I do like him a lot in things, though. Moon. Oh. That was great for a half an hour. Oh. oh. Another, show, another show. All right. So, uh, again, go to ifanboy.com. Uh, tell everyone what you thought of Iron Man on the post uh, along with this, as well as uh, check out all the great writing we've got, got going on over there and the other podcasts. And if uh, you have any questions, you should just email contact at ifanboy.com. Um, Josh, any closing notes? Any f- other comments you want to make? Yes. If you have problems with what I said, put them on that website instead of sending me long emails. Yes, please. That's, Share them publicly. Yeah, yeah. that'll work. Because, yeah. you know, what good is it? I'm going to go, all right. <laughs> all right. So what's the next movie? It I is no idea. Um, it is Jonah Hex. Oh, boy. That's our next movie coming oh, in June. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Su- Supernatural Jonah Hex. So there you go. Uh. <laughs> oh, we didn't go. What, what do we think Connor thought? Oh, oh, oh. Because I'm used to when I don't like something, Connor does like it. I can't think of anything that I didn't like that he also didn't. He, I think he's going to like it. He's going to say it was perfect, and it's a perfect bridge for the next bunch of movies, and it it all worked. I think that you're probably right. He's definitely going to like it more than I did. He's going to – I was just being nitpicky. Yeah, but I think 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 it's important to note that we both agree that that, – Downey Jr. had turned it up a little too much. Yes. Well, I'm glad. I'm very glad that that you noticed that too. Yeah. Because I do like – believe it or not, I do like subtlety. I like subtlety. Subtlety is good. 
But yeah, so. you really love Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I love him. I love yeah. him. He's great. Yeah, you have one so. of those picture tattoos on your chest now. Well, that's the thing. Him and Sam Rockwell in one movie almost made my head explode. Too much. So. Too much. Yeah, and Gary Oldman Gary... been in this. Just... Yeah. yeah. Well, Gary Shandling brought it even closer. So anyway. All right. He played subtle. Yeah, he played really subtle. Yeah, I like that. I love that. That's, that was yeah. good. Yeah, well, you Johansson? really should watch the you really should watch the old Gary Shandling show. Subtle. I've watched. I used to watch it when I was on TV. I don't like him. I just don't like him. There's some people I don't like. I don't like him. I can't stand Richard Lewis. There's that <laughs> era of comedians. Okay, so until next time, I'm Ron, and I'm Josh. Thanks for listening.